Welcome to Life Learnings with Helen and Louise. This is a space where we aim to help, educate and entertain you on all aspects of life. Each week we will be here live to inspire you to take action in your own life. We will bring together a beautiful mix of practical logic and spiritual intuition to help you live life your way. So if you are feeling angry, resentful, burnt out, either at home or work or anywhere in between, this episode is definitely for you. So welcome to today's episode of Life Learning with Helen and Louise. And this is actually a really big topic. Lou and I have been talking for about an hour leading up to (laughs) this conversation. Um, And it's actually a real big one. Again, we seem to pick these really big topics that we know over time we'll break down or reconnect with again. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, right at the start then I said words like angry, resentful and Mm. burnt out. And right at the start, we want to put to you or suggest that these are really symptoms of things that aren't quite right in your world. And there are only really three emotions, if you like, but I'm sure you can pick all sorts of other emotions. But we really want to break down this concept a little bit around emotions, around feelings, around symptoms around boundaries it's such a big topic where do we start Lou well I I guess you know because like as as we tend to one of the things that we always like to do is unpack Mm. unpack our week and like little things that sort of happened on the way and I think one of the things so I was running a workshop on Saturday as we talked about and so that was all on you know how to get your life organized and in the process of that, it was really interesting, you know, sort of the, the nature of the questions were very much, you know, what, what we normally expect, you know, our clients to experience, uh, which is, you know, anything from overwhelming to-do lists, um, you know, there was some, you know, interesting conversations around um, a number of the attendees, you know, husbands had either passed away and, you know, it was sort of dealing with the aftermath. And that's, know? this is big stuff. Big stuff. This, this isn't just, I don't know, I've bought my groceries home and I haven't unpacked them. This yeah. is big emotional yeah. challenges yeah. that the people at your workshop were going yeah, through. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, through to people that, you know, were saying, you know, my, my house is a mess. And, you know, in, in the session we kind of, I guess, initially – one of the things, you know, and funnily enough, as you do, you know, because, you know, I've always read and listen or observe, um, was listening to Brené Brown earlier that morning. And mm. she was talking, uh, so it was an audio book on the power of vulnerability. And so in that, she was talking about um, currently in society, like, because she always gets asked. So just to backtrack a bit, she said that she always gets asked to provide how-to articles. You know, give me the top five, you know, easy ways to reduce shame or, you know, <laughs> top five ways to go, yay, vulnerability, yeah. you know, to em- embrace. And so she, you know, put forward this hypothesis, which was brilliant, and said, you know, it isn't a how-to issue. It's not about, and it does relate to what I cover in the workshop, but it, it was beautiful because so often... You know, we think it's a how-to issue. I don't have enough knowledge on a topic. Mm. But what she was saying, it's not about the knowledge of that particular topic. It's about really understanding those factors, the behind-the-scene things 
that are going to impact your ability to take action or move forward or in her cases you know us to, to be vulnerable to recognize you know creativity requires vulnerability to go um i've made this it's mm-hmm. like if you make a cake for someone mm-hmm. and you well, go there's lots of responses or a dinner you could get exactly. from a cake or a dinner exactly so and i guess that's that's after listening to that i actually change the way that i i do an opening of of that particular workshop where you know i, I ask the group you know what what are the issues what what are the things why are you here today mm. giving up your saturday to attend a workshop on get your life organized other than my fabulous company <laughs> um i did have some repeat offenders as i like to call them <laughs> um and, you know, and, and so those were the issues, you know, too many to-dos. And so, you know, yeah, we can identify, yeah, there's, you know, lots of, um, you know, as we know, we're listening for, is there physical clutter issues? We're listening for, is there habit clutter issues? Are we listening for the third type of clutter, schedule clutter issues? So we're mm. hearing tick, tick, tick. But what we're not hearing is that further exploration of, You know, the things that cause me to constantly say yes and get things added to my to-do list are all the background factors. Mm. So I started the workshop a little bit different by introducing productivity's triple threat of saying, okay, those three, what are they? What are these crazy characters that undermine us? People-pleasing, perfectionism, and procrastination. And so when they heard that to go, yeah, let's actually have a look at the... I guess these behaviors that then cause some of these symptoms, you know, of being angry, resentful. It's like, how often do we say, yes, I'll do that? And then we just get really resentful to go, I can't believe I'm doing this again. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. A lot. And I think that most of us <gasps> would be guilty of that. Goodness, if not once a day, yes. then even multiple times. A day. Can I backtrack to something about Brené? Oh, please. Because I feel like there's so much to... Oh, my gosh. ...in between what you've just said about Brené and them. But I really just wanted to maybe touch on the point because you said one thing Brené doesn't particularly want to do is give the, you know, five steps to, you know, reducing shame or five steps to whatever, you know, the particular topic is that the journalist is wanting from her. And I think the thing that interests me from that... First, I think it's great that she has done that. She stands yep. up and she goes, I can't give you the five-step list because there is no five steps. There's a whole massive process to unpacking yes. this particular place that an individual finds themselves in, mm. in their lives. But also I think what it says in our world is that we want the quick quick fix. Yes. We want the yep. quick, here's the five steps or here's the... I don't know, recipe to, mm. you know, lose weight or here's the yep. thing you should do to get the perfect partner or here's what you should do to get strong abs and here's the five steps you can take. And I think most of what we talk about on Life Learnings with Helen and Louise is what Brené is saying, is yep. that it's not five steps. You can't, for example, create sanctuary in five steps. You can't create a totally organised home in five steps. You can't you know, get rid of that anger or that resentment or the burnout in five steps and wake up tomorrow and have everything fine. Yeah. Like this is a process. This is a external and internal journey that we have to take around whatever the particular issue is that we're totally. facing. Anyway, totally. so I just felt like I and needed to talk about that a exactly. bit Exactly. And you've got to be okay with 
um, I guess the only way that like, so, I mean, there will be, we will always give some ideas. However, it's that recognition that it's a never ending process. Mm. The best way is it's like garden. Has anyone like got a garden? Love my garden. You've got to weed it. Yes. Like constantly. And this is exactly the same sort of stuff to go, you know, we, we get particular points. And I guess when these emotions come out, it's about recognizing, I guess, that they are alerting us to something. And often what these, I guess, you know, feelings are alerting us too is that our boundaries have been in some way impacted upon you know something's happened and then i've either come up against something or i've realized there is no boundary Mm. and that's i think when we might get a bit of a shock yeah and we go oh my gosh this is something maybe i haven't even had to think about before ever because maybe this boundary has I don't know, maybe it's a new boundary. I've got to build a new fence for this boundary. Who knows? Yeah. Or maybe it's something that only now has become an issue or a problem for me. Yes. Um, so maybe a little example here as well. So in about a month's time, I've got my sister and niece coming to stay with us. So they live out of town and they've been coming on and off for probably three or four years now for medical appointments. And so they sometimes come just for the day which means I'll then pick them up at the airport and you know help out with getting to and from appointments and back to the airport. Or sometimes they stay one night. But this particular visit in a month's time, they're actually staying for a week, mm-hmm. which will be really lovely to have yep. them here for a week because, you know, like a day can be a bit short. Yeah. But at the same time, my sister and niece and, you know, my family, my husband and um, child, we're all really aware that there are kind of, this is a unique situation, right? Yeah. And there will need to be boundaries around what this looks like. Yeah. And at the moment, we haven't even spoken about it. This is the first time I verbalised it. I'm mm. on this call and my sister will listen to this and it'll be great because it'll <laughs> lead into a nice conversation. But, you know, even just today she already said, oh, okay, great, well, we'll come down, we'll get a high car, we'll go to our first appointment and then after that we'll go get groceries so that you don't have to cook for us all week. So she's already she's very mindful, very mindful of the fact, you know, they obviously like certain foods and, you know, we're, we're pretty much on the same, um, you know, plane when it comes to eating and health and diet and so on. But it's nice to have, you know, even if it's your own milk or your own tea bags or whatever it is when you're staying with someone. Yeah. Um, so we're already aware of the fact that we need to work out what these boundaries are mm. um, just to make everyone else's life easier because my husband, my son and my life have to still go on because yes. this is where we live and this is you know, our, our world. They're coming to visit and we will obviously be helping and supporting them in that. Yeah. But what does that look like? So it actually gives us this really nice opportunity to have a conversation yes. around those boundaries and what, you know, needs doing mm. because... You know, you can have people stay for a weekend and all you do is give, 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 give. And by the end of the weekend, you're totally exhausted. And if you do that for a week, you know, your boundaries might slip. That's when you could lead into arguments. Like all sorts of different things can happen. Mm. So I know I've I've gone off on a totally another tangent again. But it's bringing it back to the concept. That makes perfect sense because it's that... You know, if you know that the dialogue in your head is being run by the people pleaser, mm. you will go, oh, I, or perfectionist. 
I need to make sure it's a fantastic experience. I need to make sure, you know, we've got everything sorted. I've got to dust and the skirting boards. I've got to, I don't know, iron the pillowcases, like yeah. random weird things that yeah. you might think you have to do. Or you might even be procrastinating to go, oh, I don't know if I can ask the question about, you know, do, do I ask what your plans are when you're here or, or what, you know, what, what are your expectations? So at least this way, your sister was really upfront going, okay, we're going to be doing this, this, this. Um, so like, I'll do this and I'll do that, Mm. but it's, it's depending on which character almost, is it your people pleaser, perfectionist or procrastinator plus a multitude of other interesting personalities Mm. (laughs) um, that kick in. It's important to recognize. And I think, you know, like we were saying, sometimes you're going to come up to a boundary, like your emotions is going, Oh, I'm angry because either it's the aftermath. Mm. The aftermath, damage, the situation or whatever it is alerts us to, oh, crap, I am angry because. And you mm. were like we were talking um, off air before about this great little process you did to go when an emotion comes up, um, the first thing is kind of noticing it. Oh, absolutely. And when the more um, attuned you come to noticing it, the more simple Mm. it comes because i think it's really easy for us to for example ignore what our body is telling us yeah and it may be that we've got a headache we've got a sore knee Mm. we've you know maybe our tummy is a bit upset or you know whatever the case may be we might even have a runny nose or something um but our body nearly always tells us what we are feeling and i'll give you another i've got some really doozy weird little stories but six and a half years ago maybe even seven years ago Mm. we were house hunting and my husband got to the point where he just said i can't house hunt with you anymore you just go find the house and then if you're happy with it then i will come and have a look at the house and the reason that happened was because i would walk into the house and my eyes instantly would go as if I had full-on hay fever. No way. I don't get hay fever. <laughs> but, you know, like I'm talking wow. red itchy eyes, you know, like you're really rubbing them and they're getting swollen oh and gosh. they're watery and whatever. And I would turn to my husband and I would say, I can't see us living here. Oh, literally. Yeah. And I wrote a blog post on this too, oh I recall. Gosh. And then he'd just roll his eyes and go, oh, no. And we'd have to leave just go and so that's why then because he got sick of being dragged along to houses to have a look at them and i because you know on the internet that looks great yeah. you know you turn up on a saturday to have a look at them and i just go no i can't walk in the door and he just oh my gosh and you know fair enough it probably was extremely frustrating for him but as soon as i walked into the house we live in now that did not happen so it happened and happened and happened and happened at least five or six times or more, however many houses we looked at before hubby said, I can't do this anymore. That story tells me, tells yes. you, tells anyone listening, my body was telling me the emotion yes. hidden behind the house and what perhaps we may have experienced if we had bought that house mm. and moved in. So, so interesting. Let's, let's then progress that. Okay. Because we were talking earlier as well to go, you know, what's the difference between emotions and feelings? Yes. And so it's like your emotion was, you know, it didn't sit right. But I guess like if, if you kind of go, what, if, if you came up with um, a story around that, 
and then you kind of went, you know, what what is what's going on there? Well, see, I could go, oh well, Helen's just, you know, walked past a bush coming into the house, which has reacted with her eyes, and she's now having a physical, you know, mm. reaction, yeah, to it. Now, is that likely? I don't know. Hasn't happened to me before. But if it happens five or six times, and it only happens when you're going to visit a house, yeah, it's not the feeling, which is the mind stuff. Yes. It's the emotion coming yeah. through. Yeah, okay. But if I flip that on the other side, and I go, okay, well, I'll walk into the house. My eyes are going nuts. I can't yeah. see anything anyway. But I'll walk into the house, and then I might kind of go, oh, well, this is a nice house. Hubby really likes it. You know, our son really in, you know, loves the look of the playroom or the swings mm. out the back or whatever. And then I go, oh, okay, well, mm. you know, they really like it. No, oh, maybe it, this is the, it's a good price and it's in the area we like. And it, do you know what I mean? It's the logic of the mind the, my, kicking in. <laughs> I yep. recognize this. That's my turf. I get that. Yeah, it's not helpful. It's not. What a, what a fantastic example. Mm, because very random everyone can relate to that you know mm. where you go either whether it's um you know you're finding a rental or you're mm. buying a property you know you go into a place and you it's like are we attuned to that kind of feeling well anybody who's oh, sorry buys... the mental thing but it's the amount like you know the pure emotion to yes. go does it what is that sensation well, anybody who, you know, just as the house example, anyone who buys a house has always said, any any of those TV mm. shows you watch, anyone you know, mum, dad, cousin, nephews, yep. neighbours, yep. whatever, they will all say, you know, when I walked into this house, I loved it. When I walked into this house, it felt great. When yep. I walked into this house, I had a connection with it. Um, and so they were, they, it was nearly like their body was kind of, pushing these hormones out going yes 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 mm. <laughs> so what what you're saying is which is the title of tonight's episode is the hips don't lie because the reality is your emotions don't lie mm. when you can sense that emotion there's no lie because if, if you had have been a people pleaser because as you know as we all are with certain people in mm. our lives but if it's like if if we don't understand or recognize the triggers, you know, and I always say, you know, you want to know the like proper journalist approach, the who, what, when, where, why, and how mm. that you are triggered into that people pleaser. Like that would have been a perfect example. Mm. Well, there were yeah. homes that we went into, my husband loved. Yeah. Absolutely loved. And I just go, no. Can't and he'd go see myself. <laughs> I can't see myself living literally. Here. And he'd say, "But why?" And I go, "I just like I couldn't verbalize it. I just would say my eyes just <laughs> went nuts." And he's just like, "Oh my gosh, rolling the eyes." But rolling and, eyes. and and I think that this is a really important thing because there was a, a great little definition that I read around boundaries do you think now is the time to kind of yep. share that definition and i will read it because it's it's so good and it said boundaries are life enhancing it's life and sorry are a life enhancing system of yeses and nos they are stop signs and borders that you install to protect yourself wow that's pretty deep when you think Isn't about it because it? it's not just saying yes this is something i want or yep. this is good for me 
or no, this isn't what I want or this isn't good for me. It's actually saying before you even say yes, before you even say no, it's a stop sign for you then to go, hmm, hold on. It's like taking a breath, taking a pause, taking a moment to then go yes or no because it's a a form of self-protection. Yeah. And maybe even self-sovereignty. Yes. Mm. That's a oh, it's got goosebumps. And it's not nice. even cold. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's me being aware of what's going on. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So that's interesting because so often, I guess, you know, when, when we work with ourselves or clients, you know, in those areas of, of clutter, you know, whether it's physical, mm. mental, schedule yeah Mm. you know there's boundary opportunities in each of those situations isn't it when you think about it absolutely but i think the problem again another problem we might have around this is we do what i call we oh but oh (laughs) okay hang on oh but oh but oh but this house would be perfect for my family oh but it's a great price oh but you know, it, this is what's expected of me. Um, oh, but that wouldn't make my yeah. mum happy. Oh, but that yeah. wouldn't make anyone else happy. Oh, yeah. but. And it comes to the people pleaser, you know, the procrastinator, yeah. the perfectionist yeah. as well. So it's like this crazy web of intrigue. So what I'm hearing you say is it's about, like, it's, it's full on noticing, isn't it? Mm. Notice what's going on in the body. That's the first step really isn't it here i'm gonna break it down to five easy steps because <laughs> i can't help Not. it um but it's it's recognizing see and this this is how though we get to try and work out where you feel it in your body almost isn't it yes and you know if i um if i reflect on my own body and uh if i'm going to have a very strong physical reaction yes. It's always in my solar plexus area. And where's that, Helen? Um, underneath my ribcage, above my belly button. Mm-hmm. So it's that, you know, not in your stomach kind of space, I suppose. Um, so what you're talking about, that's like the energy centres, like in, in the chakras, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So that's my solar plexus, which is yellow. Um, so if I wanted, or the colour is yellow of that particular chakra. So if I felt like... I was going into a situation where my boundaries might be pushed, mm. where I feel like I need to stand up for myself um, or back myself. Because when I say back myself, yeah. it's more like I believe in myself more than, um, you know, back. Just, it's like saying to yourself, you got this. I've, you got, you this, got girl. this, girl. Yeah, exactly. So I might do something like wear yellow mm. um, or I might even wear a certain crystal like a citrine, which has is yellow and yep. can support that energy that I want. Yeah. Um, so that's where I feel that physical mm. kind of feeling or emotion. It's always in that space. Yeah. Um, other things might start to happen though in your body. Like for example, my voice tonight is not terribly strong Yeah. and I'm really aware of the fact that my voice is not very strong. So what is that telling me? That's mm. probably telling me that I've got a bit of an imbalance in my throat chakra. So throat chakra, blue, maybe wear a blue scarf. Um, I do have a blue lapis lazuli yep. crystal around yep. my neck. Um, so just doing things to help 
shift that emotion. Yeah. And I don't even necessarily need to know what that emotion is. I mean, I might be able to yep. pinpoint it. I might be able to pinpoint it as I'm going to do this really important presentation and I'm starting to feel that knot in my stomach. Yeah. Or maybe my throat's starting to go because I need to speak at that presentation. Mm. So you can sometimes become aware of the physical reaction and what it's linked to, yeah. but sometimes you don't even need to know. Yeah. It's just okay. a matter of being aware of it and being attuned enough to really pick up on it. And that, I think, is more of the battle than anything. Mm. But once you've um, become aware of the physical reaction in your body, then you have to do something. And if yeah. you kind of quiet yourself and then over time learn what your body is telling you or connect in with what yeah. your body is telling you around your emotions particularly around boundaries and how they might be impacting you what you then have to do is do something with it yes so you then you can't just kind of go yeah oh okay i know that boundary's pushed oh i know that boundary's pushed oh i know that mm. boundary's pushed oh yeah my body's telling me this so it's telling me this again oh look i did this yesterday yeah. um and that's when and we've spoken about mm. this and i think probably nearly all the other episodes is that you need to do something with it yep. to improve your life. And that's where the whole concept of boundaries can become really frayed mm. or really difficult or really challenged or challenging, depending on what they are, depending yep. on the situation, depending on the people involved, yeah. depending on how much you have to stand in your own power as well. Because particularly, I think, as women, that can mm. be really difficult in certain relationships or situations. Yep. So... Okay, so it sounds like it can be something that... So when something happens, you go... And that's where you go, oh, in the aftermath. You know, something, there's some outside factors or, or situation that happens. It pushes a boundary. And so you use those opportunity. That's what you're saying, to kind of go, oh, either there is no boundary or that boundary needs to be tweaked. And I guess and what, what we're trying to say, like, I guess that's what I'm trying to say, you know, a boundary, again, it's like that definition. It's a stop sign about some yeses and nos. That's what mm. boundaries are, like in their plain, um, plain understanding, if we just put it in really plain English, to then go, if something happens with a particular person and then you go, okay, so that didn't go so well, or I felt like, um, you know, I was used in that situation or I feel really angry or whatever it is, then you can kind of go, okay, was it specifically about that person? So you mm. go for that who, what, when, where, why, how. Go, mm. Is it that person, only that person? No, it might actually be like, so it might be, yes, this particular individual, I really struggle with them because they're difficult mm, to mm. deal with. So then you might just do one activity, just undoing a who, what, when, where, why, how on them. But you might go, who? Oh, it's this kind of type of person. You know, I struggle, you know, whether it's in, in a, like, and that's where you go, in life and at work, mm. you know, or, or community groups. So, you know, if you're part of school tuck shop or something, you know, or you feel like you're kind of harassed by someone, is it, you know, all those people that have, you know, type A personalities that you feel a bit, you know, hurried by, so then you just kind of don't want to engage? And then you can go, when does it happen? Mm. You know, oh, well, you know, when I'm looking at a menu board, I'm feeling really rushed or mm. hurried to go, oh, this isn't, I don't have enough time to kind of work this through. So then, you know, those are the triggers to kind of go, then you can go, when something happens, then you can say, you know, next time it would, 
like I would prefer, you know, with yeah. your voice creaking, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. And it might be after the event, but going, okay, what are the things that I need to do to help me next time? Absolutely. And be really okay with whatever the decision is that you have to make around that boundary i know that in times past i've gone to many as a home many a workplace many a situation many a client many a um you know social event and gone why am i here Mm. I my body was telling me it didn't want to come oh my gosh (laughs) how many times do i do that we do it to yes. ourselves. We do it to ourselves. Oh, my gosh. But when we become aware, it, it's, it sounds perhaps a bit strange. If our boundaries are really loose and we go along to all of those things, even though we really don't want to be there, when we tighten those boundaries, those things that we don't want to be there will fall away anyway. Yeah. Yes, 100% guaranteed we're going to annoy somebody. Mm. But you know what? That's okay because if you're creating boundaries around yourself that work for you, that does not mean you're being disrespectful to other people. What it actually means is you're being really respectful to yourself and if people around you are okay with the boundaries that you set, then they will still be there anyway. Mm. The people or the workplace or the functions or all of that stuff that can't fit within your boundaries will yes they'll chuck a tanty yes they'll perhaps send you a nasty text or email or phone call or whatever but if you stick tight to those boundaries they will either come to the party or they'll disappear and i know that can be really hard to hear oh because i know we think oh we don't want to annoy anyone we're people pleasers we don't want to you know but these people are pushing your boundaries. It's up to you to tighten them yes. so that you feel okay with how you show up in the world. Because that's the most yeah, important thing, right? Totally. And it's, you know, funny, The you know a lot of my clients, exactly like me, like I say that I'm a recovering people pleaser, perfectionist, <laughs> and procrastinator. It's recovery because it's like they're with me every single day. Yes. So a lot yes. of my clients are in that space. And so we have to have conversations around when you become aware of you know what the particular situation is you're creating new boundaries you're creating new rules by which you will say yeah i'll do that or actually you know what even though i've done that for the last five to ten years and i've always said yes and never made an issue out of it (laughs) i'm actually not going to do it Mm. and then what happens oh but then it's huge Mm. because part of it is and so it's like well what are those little things that you could just you know Mm. practice with because it's a muscle it's you know building some muscles and that's what you know boundaries are it's you know it's it really is that process of going like if you've ever done yoga like literally the hips don't lie okay gosh i love shakira um you know when when you you do a yoga pose or you try a particular move or you know you've you've gone for a walk or you've done something you feel feel oh Mm. i haven't stretched that before and it's awkward and uncomfortable Mm. but eventually 
it you know it's it, easier. It, it gets easier mm. so it's just trying like you're not going to like if you haven't done yoga before you're not going to go to the advanced level no. <laughs> you know you're going to start with the beginning be some gentle hard. stretches yes you know you might start with some of those things and build up to those harder things to go no screw you all yeah <laughs> i'm not doing it you know because um it's it's in in certain circumstances it's okay you know know who pushes your boundaries it might mm. be a bit challenging because people always see you a particular way mm. to go well that's helpful helen mm. helen's always helpful helen will do that no problem lou you're so good at that you can organize anything you can organize everything okay so oh yeah so then you nearly get labelled as that person who then will always do it. Yeah. And you know what? It's different being helpful, Helen, if that's what I want to do. It, it's a choice. It's a total choice. It's that, um, what is it, that uh, boundaries are a life-enhancing system of yeses and nos. Yes. And it's protecting myself. Protecting yourself. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I still 100% firmly believe you can turn up in the world as you being kind and generous and thoughtful and loving and all those beautiful words with really tight boundaries. Yeah. And I actually think, because I haven't read Brene for some time, but I actually think she says something around the fact that the most giving people she knows have really tight boundaries. Yeah, okay. Do you, does this ring a bell for you? Yeah, so if we look at it like that, what we're essentially saying is we can yeah. still be all of that. generous, all of that. Totally. We can still give our heart, mm. but we've got these boundaries around yeah. us. So it's a big topic. It is. It's a really big topic. We really hope that at least we've given you some food for thought tonight. And we can't give you the five-step plan. But I think we've done pretty good. I think we've done well. We've given, yeah. you know, strategies. We've given processes. We've given some ways um, to move forward. So I think if I was going to give a piece of homework, this yes. is what I would Ooh, like to give. Oh, homework. Yes. Do I need yeah. a pen? No. Okay. You don't need a pen. All I want you to do is to start to listen to your body. Mm. When anything comes to you on your plate, anything at all, could be a phone call from your mum, could be an email from your boss, anything at all. I really just want you to take a breath. If you need to, close your eyes and just say in your mind, what's my body telling me about this? Mm. And if you kind of feel like you're constrict or there's a bit of an ache somewhere or I don't know, it just doesn't feel right, just explore that a little bit more before you then make your decision around it. Because remember, as Lou said, those boundaries are those yeses and noes, and it's like a stop sign. Mm. So just use it as a pause. You know, I know we've really got to this point where people des- or expect, they don't deserve, but they expect instant yes. replies on email or instant replies on texts and phone calls. Just honour where you're at take some time before you make that decision because what you might find is those it gives you time to adjust the boundaries to suit you a little bit better give it a try this absolutely 
see how you go with it. Mm. Oh, it's great. What a good topic. I really enjoyed that. Thanks, Lou. <laughs> I'm, I really enjoy listening back to our yes. conversations, actually, because I know that I learn. Oh, me too. Something from it. And I'm thinking, oh, wow, that actually came out of our mouths. That was really, yeah. really interesting. <laughs> so thank you for being here. We hope you enjoy this episode of Life Learnings with Helen and Louise. Take care, and we look forward to connecting with you again on our next episode.